0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Sports. This episode is going to be centered around the Robert Sarver situation and his punishment and everything that kind of came from the investigation um, done by those around the sports world and, and all that stuff. So we're going to kind of go over everything that he has been found guilty of and the punishment and different things set around the league and and within the sporting world. And we're going to kind of talk about that and break that down. Uh, this, epi- this episode. This episode. Even though it's kind of a little bit structured, I don't know how intense it might get or what people might say. And, and I know there's going to be strong feelings about it probably um, in many different ways. So I just kind of wanted to say it now, you know, uh, listener beware kind of going forward. Um, there's going to be sensitive topics that are going to be talked about. Um, it might not be for those of a young age because we might say, Um, some curse words, we might say some other things, like I said, it's going to be kind of a sensitive topic. So, um, if you guys don't want to listen to that, maybe this isn't the episode, uh, for you, but if you do want to listen to it and give us feedback on it and kind of let us know how you feel about these more serious topics, let us know. So today I do have, uh, David and Evan, and then Ashley's going to be joining us. I don't know if you remember her from probably one of our first episodes about quarter midget uh, racing, but she's going to be on here kind of giving her opinion as well, too. I thought it would be a valuable insight to have just a different voice than what you guys have been hearing um especially within these like more serious topics that we've been talking about but somebody might have a different viewpoint and um and just something different to say than just hearing us (laughs) talk about these topics as well too so we're going to go ahead and dive right into it this uh this show is going to be kind of broken up into different things we're going to talk about the uh things that were found in the investigation the punishment and then we're going to go into a few Um, comments from some players around the league and then we're going to go into some comments that uh, Stephen a smith made on espn about the um about this whole thing as well too so we're going to go ahead and get into this first and this is going to be a little bit of a long-winded thing but i wanted to go over some of the things (laughs) that were found and when i say some of the things there is the the article there's so many articles the espn article is probably like the best one that i found that i got a lot of this from so i do want to give credit Uh, To them, but if that's something that you guys want to read through the whole thing, definitely go ahead and do that. But these are just some of the things that um, that I was found. So I did want to summarize a little bit and then give some more in-depth like quotes and stuff from people as well, too. So um, just kind of summarizing some of the things that were found within the investigation. So uh, they did find proof of at least five times in which Robert Sarver used the N word, um, whether that was in discussion or kind of repeating them in situations uh he is they were found that he was demeaning and bullying his employees in one instance he made comments about how women cry too much after berating a female employee in front of others he made many sexual related comments in the workplace he made inappropriate comments about the physical appearance of female employees and other women on several occasions he engaged in inappropriate physical conduct towards male employees. So that's kind of like a summary thing of what you'll kind of hear throughout this more in-depth part, but the ESPN article, like I said, is is really where I got a lot of this stuff from because I, I think they just did a phenomenal job of detailing everything when coach Watson was the coach of the Suns, they had lost to the warriors, I believe. And Sarver had come into the coach's office and the Quote that came from Watson in this situation was that Sarver said, You know, why does Draymond Green get to run up and down the court and say the N word as he said the N word? Watson said, You can't say that. And Sarver said, Why? Draymond Green gets to say N word. And Sarver said, You can't effing say that. So that was in one instance that they detailed in which he said the N word multiple times in, in an occasion. The article also. States offers a glimpse into the conduct that sources told ESPN Sarver has often exhibited since buying the sons in 2004 interviews with more than 70 former and current sons employees throughout Sarver's 17 year tenure describe a toxic and sometimes hostile work environment under Sarver some told ESPN that he has used racial Insensitive language reportedly in the office, including Sarver once passing around a picture of his wife in a bikini to employees and speaking about times his wife performed oral sex on him. Some said the longtime owner fostered an environment in which employees felt they were his property, even once asking one woman whether he owned her to determine whether she worked for the sons. Multiple current and former employees also told ESPN about conduct by other members of the Sun's leadership team that they felt contributed to to a toxic and sometimes hostile work environment. While none said Sarver was involved in those instances, many felt that Sarver's own conduct contributed to the culture that affected how some other managers within the organization treated their employees. At least half a dozen Sun's staff reported to ESPN instances of Sarver hearing a story from a black player and then using the same language when retelling it down to the usage of the n-word another basketball operations staff told espn he has heard sarver say the n-word multiple times sarver once used the n-word when trying to explain to a staffer why he preferred hiring lindsey hunter over dan mozerle As head coach in 2013, according to a high-level executive who heard the remarks, Hunter was a first-year Suns player development coordinator, while uh, Margele was in his fifth year as the Suns associate head coach. These N-words need a N-word, Sarver told the staffer, of his largely Black team, according to the executive. Another quote from the article says that um, somebody had stated that women have very little value. One former staff. One former female staffer said she felt women are possessions and I think we're nowhere close to where he thinks men are. A former female marketing employee said Sarver would frequently use language such as, do I own you? Are you one of mine? He makes you feel like you belong to him. Several employees recalled separate instances in which Sarver referred to staffers and players as inventory. Another um, former executive said that basically his mentality Sarver's mentality was if you don't like it there's the door and then the last thing that I kind of pulled from that article that I thought kind of spoke volumes as well too was this quote that said a lot of the stuff he says is to get a big reaction and who's going to tell him he can't said one former staffer he speaks in threats he likes that awkwardness he likes people to know that he's in charge he wants to control he wants to control every situation and every person. So I know that that sounded like a lot of stuff to go over but like I said it's not even it's not even half of what was in that article. There's so much there's so many other things. I just kind of tried to pull some stuff that really depicted the kind of person that is being described in this situation and the kind of person that is not only running are owning the Phoenix Suns uh, franchise, but's owning the Phoenix Mercury, the WNBA franchise. So not only is he saying you know derogatory things about um, people of color, but also women, and he owns a women's professional sports team. So I think that that's, um, I, don't, I don't even know what to say to that in general, but basically, his punishment for all of this is that he got a year suspension and a 10 million dollar fine so i kind of wanted to get your opinion on you know what i read and what you guys have read just in general what's your opinion of this whole situation and then um you know what's your opinion of the penalty in general we'll kind of we'll go evan and then we'll go david and then i'll I'll let ashley go and then i'll kind of go last on it so evan if you wanted to go first
1: yeah absolutely um just a repulsive uh, situation all around all of these things that are coming out. And, um, you know, like you said at the beginning of the report, it was found that he definitely used the N-word at least five times. Multiple people are saying they've heard him use it multiple times, more than five, probably in his common uh, conversation vocabulary, unfortunately. Um, I think this is just terrible. And um, especially the fact that, uh, the person that is replacing him for to be interim governor of the team. Uh, I found this really interesting is Sam Garvin. And Garvin was one of the 13 of the Sun's minority owners who signed a statement after ESPN's initial report came out saying that they um, support Robert Sarver against these allegations. So it's not only bad enough that Sarver is doing this, it seems like he has people in the organization and even the person who's going to be running the organization for the next year, um that are at least supportive of him if not you know acting similarly so um i i don't think the the punishment is nearly enough um i think we can talk even more in detail about that in a second but um it's just uh, reprehensible in my opinion
0: yeah yeah a lot a lot of the report that i read from the espn report was that the the culture that was built there Feeded, you know, into that, and that his top executives that they they acted the same way. They built that culture that it seemed like it was okay, and you know, a lot of them followed suit with him. So it's not surprising that that a lot of his top executives are are having his back because a lot of the um a lot of the reports are are looking bad for them as well too. So they're probably trying to um get out in front of it or you know turn it around in their favor. So. Um, David, what do you, what's your viewpoint on the whole situation? And then if you wanted to touch on the, on the punishment and how you feel about that.
2: Yeah. Um, I think that this entire situation is really freaking terrible. I think that this behavior is for someone who thinks that they can really get away with anything. I mean, we live in a society that already kind of expects better of the average everyday person, which means we should expect more of those who have some kind of power, whether that be political, financial, or however else one can attain power. So to see someone act like this really does disappoint me. In regards to the punishment, this is another thing that really disappoints me, at least in regards to the league. I mean, if you look back to the Donald Sterling issue we had back in 2014, the league, while they fined Sterling only $2.5 million at the time, they then banned the guy from the NFL, not the NFL, the NBA for life. And then according to Forbes, his wife, Shelly, then made the claim that he was mentally incapacitated, taking him out of the trust then, thus allowing her to sell the Clippers to the now owner of Steve Ballmer. So this leads me to if the league could find an owner and then ban him for life, which led to his family selling the team, why couldn't they ban Sarver as well? Why couldn't they figure out a way to have him sell the team much like what happened to Sterling. So, so this punishment does confuse me a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, 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 agree with that opinion. 100%. I do think that it is interesting how they went, they kind of set a precedent and then they didn't uh, follow through with that. Um, but I'm going to let Ashley kind of give her opinion and then, uh, and then I'll kind of go into what I, what I think as well too. So
3: if I'm being quite honest, I'm not really shocked. Um, I feel like you hope for the best in people, but you kind of also expect the worst, especially like, I guess, speaking from as a woman's perspective, I feel like we've come pretty far in a lot of industries in same pay, in um, like sexual harassment. Like a lot of industries are taking that stuff seriously, but I feel like when you look at the sports world between whether it is like pay or sexual harassment or different things like that when you're dealing with that much money and that much power i don't think the accountability seems to be the same and i'm not necessarily surprised that the punishment wasn't very severe
0: i think the uh, the word that i kind of hear a lot is the, the the power the power dynamic and um you know david said it pretty accurately is when you have somebody who has that much money and has that much power and that much influence within an organization, within a sport, you know, they, you expect them to, you know, be held at the highest of standards, you know, when they're running an organization like that, when they have thousands of employees, you know, to build a culture of, of not having workplace violence. And, and I think that's a huge thing, a huge problem within, Within not just America but but the world today is, is uh, eliminating that and, and and I guess you know breaking the, you know the good old boys club and and I think that that's something that is definitely shown within within the punishment, and you know a lot of people give flack to you know Adam Silver they're like oh why didn't why didn't he give him more why wasn't there it's not it's not his decision, if the rest of the owners wanted Robert Sarver to sell the team. They could have voted on it, and they didn't. So the rest of the owners in the NBA did nothing, and this this was this was their this was their way to punish him for it. And I'm curious why they thought that this was the best course of action because, like David said, we have a precedent that was already set with Donald Sterling, and I almost kind of feel like Robert Sarver has built a more toxic environment. Than what donald sterling built within his organization from what we know about um almost similar to you know uh snyder with the washington commanders and in in the the environment that he built there and and look at he he didn't get anything either i think that they just either didn't try or that they didn't care or or, or whatever it may be so um evan did you want to speak on the punishment real quick before we move on to the next one
1: yeah, I think just like echoing what you and David said, I don't think it's uh, nearly up to the standard of what he should have been held to. Um, speaking a little bit on the fine too, $10 million seems like a lot of money. Uh, Robert Sarver's net worth is $800 million, uh, likely even more than that, considering the worth of the Phoenix and Phoenix Mercury uh, you know, team and franchise. So even if you're just taking that $800 million, he was fined about an 80th of his net worth, which for... 18 years at least of this extremely hostile toxic work environment and and can't imagine how many employees have suffered under that environment uh i don't think is nearly enough and similar to what you guys said up uh, i don't think anything less than a lifetime ban is enough for sarver in this situation um they, they did it to donald sterling and like you said um if the owners wanted to do it they could do it the next time they meet, they could call an emergency meeting. The other the other governors could do it right now. So, unfortunately, at this point in time, uh, like you said, Nick, they've decided not to. They either don't want to or they don't care to, um, which is really unfortunate. And uh, we'll see where it goes from here. But I, I don't think it's nearly enough. And hopefully uh, some more things will be done by the league, by players, by fans um, to maybe sway this decision a little bit.
0: Yeah. And I, I honestly, I mean, personally, I haven't seen – a statement from an owner in the league about this. I don't know if you guys have or not, but I haven't seen one, not even one being like, we don't condone this. Like we all got together. We thought this was, you know, the best course of action, at least backing up their decision. Like they're just, they're the worst possible decision they made was, you know, to not kick him out. And the second was to be radio silent about it. So I think that that's just speaking volumes and, you know, just like how we talked about, and I think Dom brought this up in a two-minute drill episode. You know, the NFL doesn't want all that laundry aired from all those emails that they're hiding, and they don't want us to see. and And I'm sure there's a ton of names that would be taken that that would that we would view differently from that. And I think it's similar in this situation. I think that um, that there's a ton of people that are saying. Well, we may not be much different. And I don't know if we want that target on our back either. And, you know, we actually now we're talking about this, you know, off camera and, and she made the comment like, well, maybe they're trying to set a new precedent so that if something comes out about them, then here you go. Here's what the punishment is. It's one year, $10 million. And that's a lot better to live with than losing your team. The second part of this is just comments made by LeBron James and Chris Paul, you know, Chris Paul is, one of the more, you know, prominent players on the Suns franchise, him and Devin Booker are definitely the leaders, um, probably the best players on on in you know within that organization. And LeBron James, as much as people you know may say that he's not the best player in the league anymore, there's other players that have surpassed him. He's definitely still, I feel like, you know, one of the faces of of the NBA at this point. Him and Steph Curry. And, you know, he made a comment. Chris Paul made a comment. So I wanted to just read that and then kind of go over um, how you guys felt about those comments. So LeBron's comment was reading through the Sarver stories a few times now. I got to be honest. Our league definitely got this wrong. I don't need to explain why. Y'all read the stories and decide for yourself. I said it before and I'm going to say it again. There's no place in this league for that kind of behavior. I love this league and I deeply respect our leadership. But this isn't right. There's no place for misogyny, sexism, and racism in any workplace. Don't matter if you own a team or play for the team. We hold our league up as an example of our values, and this ain't it. Now, this is Chris Paul's statement. Like many others, I reviewed the report. I was and am horrified and disappointed by what I read. This conduct, especially towards women, is unacceptable and must never be repeated. I am of the view that sanctions fell short in truly addressing what we can all agree was atrocious behavior. My heart goes out to all those people who were affected. So you have LeBron, who I just said was probably one of the faces of the league saying that this wasn't enough and that more needed to be done. And then you have at least one half of the face of the Phoenix Suns, saying that he believes that more needed to be done, um, to the owner of the team that he plays for. So Evan, you know, how do you, I guess reading through these, you know, what did you get from both of these, you know, what did it make you feel? And
1: yeah, absolutely. First off, I I am glad that LeBron and, and Chris Paul spoke out about this and spoke out so soon. Um, not surprised by either of them, you know, they both, have been known to make their voices heard. Um, but I, I think they're both in the right. And I think, you know, what comes next for them and other players on the league is once we get to the start of the NBA season, if they want Sarver to be gone, they don't play in a game until he's gone, you know? And, and them, those guys, Steph, Giannis, the guys making millions of dollars and making this league millions of dollars, they are the ones who ultimately – People think the owners have the power, but the players are the one we tune in for. We don't tune in to watch Robert Sarver. Uh, we tune in to watch LeBron and Chris Paul. So um, I think that could certainly be coming up in this, in this upcoming season. If if Sarver's punishment has not been um, raised by that point. And I think it certainly should come. And even, uh, even for fans, you know, if it comes to that point, I think we got to stop watching the games. We got to stop, uh, you know, buying the, buying the products, buying the jerseys until something happens. Um, and also, uh, I did see that PayPal, uh, who is the Suns' main sponsor, their jersey sponsor, uh, threatened to pull out of their relationship with the Suns um, if Sarver's continue to be owner. So, hopefully, all those uh, you know forces—that's a lot of money—that's going to be lost, and ultimately, money talks in situations like these. So, um, hopefully, uh, LeBron, Chris Paul, and, and other leaders in the NBA can can uh, sway the the public opinion of the other owners and say, "Listen, like this is not acceptable," and we're not playing for a league that puts up with this.
0: Yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. Uh, David, what's your, you know, what's your viewpoint on, on the, uh, on the quotes from Chris Paul and LeBron. And then, you know, what's your, what's your viewpoint on, on what Evan just said?
2: I think that James and Paul said what they needed to say. And I completely agree with what they said and how they really worded it because, they are the biggest players on either in the league or in their respective teams. Now, do I think that they will need to do more being that they're the biggest players on in the league or on their team? Yes. Maybe to what Evan said, um, maybe sit out games until something happens. Um, I don't know exactly what else to do other than what Evan put it. But I think that if nothing comes of it, I think that they, the players need to do something, anything, uh, to help set a standard and an example as well. Because that, that comes back to what you were mentioning with Ashley before the, we started recording, changing the precedent and it's like if they're going to change it now we need to hold them responsible.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can't just you can't just hit the Suns' pocketbook. You got to hit the whole NBA's pocketbook and you got to take money out of you got to take money out of everybody because that's what's going to force the owners to come together and be like, "Okay, you're gone." And if that's what it takes, which is unfortunate because it shouldn't take that, they should have just done it to begin with. But if, if that's what it's going to take, then then that's what it's going to take. But I'm going to hand it over to Ashley and uh, get her viewpoints, you know, on, on these comments. And then, Ashley, if you wanted to give your, your viewpoints on, you know, what you've kind of heard from, from Evan and David so far.
3: Yeah, I definitely echo what um, David and Evan have said thus far. I, I applaud both LeBron James and Chris Paul for speaking out and being willing to be active and a voice for other people who feel like they're not heard. Um, I know they've done that before in the past with other different causes, and I think that's very commendable of them to use their platforms that way. I do think that more needs to be done than just a tweet. I mean, that has power, but I don't think it's enough. Unfortunately, social media is just barraged with so many upsetting stories, whether it's something similar to this or, you know, crime-related things, whatever it may be, violence. I mean... I think that there definitely needs to be some sort of physical action taken, whether that is sitting out of games or whatever needs to be done to make everybody's voices heard in this situation. Um, I didn't notice it was in Chris Paul's statement. He said, this conduct, especially towards women, is unacceptable and must never be repeated. I thought it was interesting just because um, I believe in the, the report, it said there was inappropriate physical conduct toward male employees as well. And I feel like we do hear a lot about women being victimized from sexual harassment or sexual assault or different things in that realm. And um, I feel like it's important that we talk about that, but I also think it's important that we acknowledge, I guess, the male employees or men who are victimized in the workplace too, because it does happen. And a lot of male, a lot of male employees aren't willing to step forward and say anything like that because they're not taken seriously. And yeah. um I think that's very important that we also recognize that that's the potential struggle they went through.
0: And I do agree, you know, with you guys again, saying that they need to do more and as, as much as I would hate to see basketball games not being played, I think it would be for the the overarching good of the league and, you know, the good for humankind in general, just um, getting, a scumbag person like this out of the situation that that he's in and, and not being able to, you know, control people's lives and make people feel like they're property. And that was a, a lot of what I heard, a lot, not heard, but a lot of what I read through that report was a lot of people felt like they were property or, or inventory was used a lot. The word owned was used a lot. And that's like, that's just insane to me that somebody would create a culture like that. And, you know, I think that that alone should have, you know, resulted in him losing the team, but moving on to the fourth and, um, you know, final part that I have planned for this episode, and then I'll kind of open it up to, to anything else that anybody wanted to say, but um, Stephen A. Smith got on his uh, show first take, you know, after the investigation dropped and the, the suspension came down and after LeBron and Chris Paul um, made their comments and a part of his segment that he was talking about, he had, you know, applauded them for coming out and, and making the statements that they, they said, but he also made a statement basically saying that he wanted them to do more. He, he wished that they would have said more, you know, when all this first started coming out and he wished they would have said more when the investigation was going on, he thinks that if, you know, those two specifically, and maybe a few other players within the NBA, if, if they had made more noise on this, that when the penalty had come down, there would have been more around it. There had, there would have been more, um, unhappiness with, with, uh, with what people were finding out from these situations. And the he believes that the penalty would have been harsher than what it was. And I just kind of want to get your guys' opinion on whether or not you think there is truth to that or whether or not, you know, he's putting too much on, you know, those guys um, and what they should be doing in a situation like this. Evan, I'll let you go first.
1: Yeah, I think this question, um, it, it's really tough, just because I think Stephen A. Smith is is saying the right things, and I think he um, ultimately is trying to in- empower those guys to do more. And, and like I was talking about earlier, I definitely think there's a lot more they can do moving forward. I think the parts that's tough is just in the middle of the investigation. Um, I don't know what kind of uh, you know what kind of rules there are regarding active players speaking on active investigations in the league. And so, I mean, I, I do think it's tough. Obviously, they they still could have done it, and um, you know, they could have they could have faced the punishments if there if there were those things happening. But at the same time, it it especially for Chris Paul, I think it would be extremely tough. He was going, going through his season um, with this person still running the team, still in charge of everyone over top of him. This guy's still signing his checks, essentially. Um, and so, I think they that LeBron and Chris Paul um, have made a good first step, but I think they can certainly, certainly do more. Um, And I think if that's what ultimately comes from Stephen A. Smith's comments, I think that that was the right thing that needed to be said.
0: Okay. Uh, David, what's your opinion on this?
2: I do agree with Evan in the form that it is tough for these guys to do what Stephen A. Smith wanted them to do. However, I do believe that it is completely fair for him to say what he said. I do not blame him for expecting the biggest player in the league and one of the best players and biggest leaders on the Suns to do more, especially since Chris Paul is or was a leader of the players' union. So he, in a way, could have, maybe done something. I don't know what that would be, but I feel like he could have done something. Now, Evan kind of beat me to it in regards of PayPal, no longer wanting to be the sponsor of the Suns if Sarver returns in a year. And also, I think that a big player that would be a big impact would be one of the minority owners calling for sarver's resignation as well so i think that the financials from maybe not the league as a whole but definitely in regards to the suns being removed would definitely want the governors of at least the team to want sarver to resign in some form or fashion
0: Okay, Ashley, uh, what's your opinion on you know Stephen A. Smith's comments and then uh, you know about David and Evan's comments as well?
3: Well, I guess what I what I always think in situations like this or other things that you hear in the news, I feel like as a society we're really reactive and not proactive. but I guess in this instance, I would kind of go against that thought that I normally have, and I don't really think that, LeBron or Chris Paul really needed to speak out before the investigation was concluded and all like all the evidence was provided. I think that it's kind of important to get all the facts out there and make sure they're accurate before you form an opinion, before you use your platform like that. That's kind of where where my mind goes to instantly, because I mean... I think that there's plenty that they can do on the back end of this now that the investigation's over with and the results and the punishment have been given. I think that there are ways to get the ultimate angle, which would be to remove um Sarver from the league as an owner.
0: And I, I do think when this all first, you know, started coming out, I I do think they made comments of like, if this is true, like this is awful, like this shouldn't have happened. But I think that's where it stopped. And I do agree that. I can understand where Stephen A. Smith is coming from in wanting them to be more boisterous about this during the process. But the problem is, is, is you do, you do want to know what fact is. You do want to know what actually happened before somebody who has 40, 50 million social media, you know, followers, somebody who has, you know, the, the worldwide recognition that these two guys have future hall of famers, you know, LeBron's a, a, a multiple time champion. You know, th- this is a guy, when you say his name, people around the world know who he is. So when he makes a statement, when he says something, people pay attention to that, whether they like it or they don't, people pay attention to it. So if you're going to make an impactful statement like this, you want to make sure what you're speaking on there there is truth behind it and there there is fact that has been you know put out there. So I, I do think that I do think that Stephen A. Smith, I'm not gonna say, you know, was out of line with it, but I do think that he was he's expecting too much of them when they needed to wait to make a statement like that, this impactful, this like like Chris Paul is basically saying that the guy that signs his checks, he shouldn't own the team anymore. And that's something that's super that's super impactful. That's, that's something that you can't just say. And, and like Evan said, I mean, he's playing NBA games for him last year. So that's like, if he's saying that during the season, what does that, you know, what does that mean? What is that going to do? And then what happens? You know, I, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't know what happens in that situation. So I, I can see the hesitancy of where that comes from. You know, I guess Evan or David, you know, you kind of heard our opinion on it and do you guys, you know, have any comments on that or, or you guys,
1: yeah, I guess I would just say that that's the part that I also found so difficult is, you know, and, and similar to what to what Ashley said is uh, these people have massive uh, influences. And ultimately, if they, if they jump the gun on something like this and it turns out um, they were wrong, they're going to lose all credibility. Uh, and, you know, when the next thing comes around, hopefully the next thing like this does not come around. Um, but unfortunately, we know some of the culture of of major sports, like you talked about, Nick. Um, But if something comes around again and and they speak out, it's just going to become, people aren't going to be likely to believe it. So I I understand where they came from and and waiting till the investigation was concluded.
0: And now, and now if they do fall short, like they don't do anything more than just putting a tweet out or an Instagram post out, then, then, then I will, then I will be in that camp of like, you didn't do enough. You didn't do everything that you could have done to better this situation um and and as much as they can do, you know obviously they can't get them out of there themselves, but they they can rally a movement to push the decision in that way, and I do think that that's you know the next the next couple months are really going to be what um what really you know helps me form that opinion and in and either side with Stephen a Smith in this situation or not going forward so that's kind of all I had planned question-wise for this. Do you guys have anything else that you wanted to say? Any other comments that you wanted to make? Any other questions that you wanted to bring up that maybe you wanted to throw around
1: with this? I think one thing I'd say too is, um, you know, if if the NBA players don't make something happen, don't protest. Uh, I'm almost certain that the WNBA players will. Um, they've been the leading sports league in, in speaking out uh, on things like this. So I'm almost certain they will, um, and hopefully uh, the NBA players can can do that first, and and go hand in hand with them, and and make the change for both leagues that is needed.
0: Yeah, I agree. If you have if you have the WNBA and the NBA hurting the pocketbooks of of owners, somebody's going to make a decision. So, and I think we do forget about that. We talk about him being removed from the Suns, but he not only has to be removed from the Suns, he has to be removed from the Mercury as well, too. And that's um, that's equally as important. So, you know, both leagues have to do something in order to re- to remove him, you know, from ownership of, of both teams. So, uh, David, do you have any, you know, final comments or any other questions that you wanted to propose to the group for this episode?
2: I just think that this entire situation disappointed me in that I hope that, like you guys say, the WNBA, the NBA can do something about it. And I think that, they can and they will at some point to what extent i have no idea i'm not uh, i'm not dr strange over here where i can predict 14 million different outcomes change will come i don't know when i don't know how i don't know where i think it will come at some point
0: i i definitely hope it does you know and i i, I think the other thing that you know we didn't bring up and and maybe that's, that's, that's partially my fault as well too. Now thinking about it is I haven't heard of a punishment coming out of the WNBA yet for him. So I don't know if it has to be a separate one from the NBA, but I haven't heard that they have, that their, you know, their owners got together or, you know, the um, commissioner of the league got together and I don't think a punishment has been handed down to him yet from them. So you know, there in the coming days or, or weeks, there might be a punishment that comes down from from that league as well too, where he's fined money and and maybe suspended or maybe they they vote to remove him altogether and maybe that's why we haven't heard anything yet because those discussions are are being had. So I don't I don't know. Um, that's just kind of the the thing that um that I was thinking about in this moment as we talk more about the WNBA as well too. But Ashley, did you have any final comments or anything that you wanted to bring up? Question wise
3: or um the only thing I can think of was I was watching the Stephen A. Smith video earlier, the interview where he was talking about um what LeBron James and Chris Paul said. And he also mentioned that he thought that it would be potentially beneficial for the NBA to do something similar to what the NFL did with um hiring an outside party like an arbitrator to deal with matters like this. And I thought it was kind of funny because i feel like the nfl and i feel like you guys have already beaten this with like a dead horse i'm sure on other episodes with deshaun watson but i mean the nfl basically just did what they wanted anyway in the end so i feel like it's kind of i feel like the nfl already set the precedent with that so i don't feel like it would work with the nba unless i guess they do follow whatever the arbitrator handed down but i don't know i just thought that was interesting
0: yeah i mean this situation I don't know. This situation is almost a little bit different in the regards that, you know, it's not a player, it's an owner. And, and the only thing with that is it's, it's really honestly on the other owners because they, they have to decide. And I think that's where, you know, David used the word disappointment. That's where a lot of my disappointment comes from, you know, as, as a fan of basketball and then, you know, as, as a Cavs fan, not hearing anything from our owner of our team say anything or or come out and, and, you know, Talk about how they, you know, are disgusted by this, and and I think that that's something that that bugs me a little bit. It 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 makes me almost not want to support the NBA this year, or not support, you know, the Cavs because of of this. You know, I think, you know, going back to the Deshaun Watson situation, it's a lot of the same. You know, with the Browns for me, like you know, even though I'm a Steelers fan. I always being from Ohio, I always wanted them to do better. You know, I always hated seeing them fail as much as they did. And I hated the fan base, you know, feeling the way that they did. But but now knowing what they did to get him and what he did and everything and and that that feeling of being like, well, you know what? Screw him. Then I don't, I don't care. You know what I mean? That's that sucks. And I, I talked about that with Greg on Ohio verse was like. These situations in sports, they suck because all we want to do is just watch sports. We just want to enjoy them. It's supposed to be something that distracts us from our everyday lives. And these things happen so often in these situations of, you know, sexism, racism, misogyny, abuse, you know, all this stuff. It it happens every single year and we can't get out of it and we can't just watch a sport and enjoy it and have fun you know I know these are people that have lives outside of the games that they play or outside of the teams that they own but it it sucks that we can't go a long time without having to you know be consumed by something like this um, and it's just super unfortunate it's super it's more unfortunate for the people that were affected by it the victims of the situation I think that that's what that's the other part that, that I'm really you know disappointed and upset at is that there's that he has affected so many people negatively over the years and it feels like really nothing was done to him because even though he's suspended it's not like he's not going to be running the team from home like that's <laughs> that we all know that's going to happen like he somebody's going to come to his house for dinner and they're going to be like oh wow look at all these oh no i dropped all these reports down that you can look at and yeah it's just it's just not i I don't know. It's insane to me. Um, but I'll open it one more time up guys. Do you, I know there's a lot of new things that were just said. Is there anything else you guys wanted to say, go over, um, or you kind of guys said everything that you wanted to say.
3: I'm going to hop in real quick before I forget what I was going to say. Um, cause you did say a lot of things that were very interesting. <laughs> um, but I think the one thing that stuck out to me when you were saying that you you want to use sports as like a way to escape and, you know, entertain yourself that it is entertainment, but I think it's also, although it's upsetting to hear all the different things that are happening, I think it's also important to acknowledge the fact that we are learning about them. I mean, for a long time, you never really heard about what people in the sports were doing, whether it was players, whether it was owners or managers or whatever it may be, you weren't hearing the the sexism, the racism, the misogyny, any of that stuff. And I think that it's important that we're able to have these conversations now and we're able to see that there are investigations taking place. I mean, although like the punishments may not be satisfactory, at least we're seeing a step in the right direction that these claims are being taken seriously. And there is like a fact finding opportunity for people to be able to understand what exactly happened.
0: Like I said at the beginning of this episode, I. (sighs) Anytime we kind of go over something like this, it, I think each time we, we learn and we grow and, and we try to do it a little bit differently, a little bit better. Um, and, and, and it is hard for us to, you know, talk about it because, you know, we are so passionate or, or we weren't a part of it. So it's hard to give opinions on something that you weren't a part of, you're, you're on the outside, you know, looking in, just reading reports and stuff like that. And, and, you know, trying not to be insensitive about it and stuff like that. And I do applaud you guys for, you know, having an opinion and coming on here and, and, um and speaking your mind. And, and that's, that's hard to do. And, and like I said, at the beginning guys, like if, if we failed in any way, let us know so that we can do better. You know, that's, that's all we can do. We're just kind of speaking off of our full emotions. So I do appreciate um Evan and David and Ashley coming on. And, you know, like I said, this was tough. This was hard to go through and, Um, I, my, um, thoughts and prayers are, are with those that actually went through this, that actually over the 18 years that he's owned the team that actually suffered through this awful man's existence. And, um, I'm sure that we'll kind of talk about it more as the season goes on and, um, a little, a little bit shorter of, of topics, but, And maybe we'll do a bigger episode. Maybe if they decide to remove him and and kind of go over that as well, too. But again, I thank you guys so much for listening. Um, This was an episode of Let's Talk Sports presented by Deep Dive Sports.
2: Thank you for listening to another Deep Dive Sports show. Make sure to follow Sports on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can listen to all of our shows wherever you get your podcasts.
0: And don't forget to follow our YouTube channel for more amazing content.
2: Lastly, make sure you leave us
0: a comment. We love hearing what you have to say.
2: And as always, until until next time, you guys, sports listeners.